The vast majority of people with COVID-19 develop mild to moderate symptoms, and they will be able to recover at home. Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. Despite the significant number of deaths and hospitalizations caused by COVID-19, most people with the virus do well recovering at home. In this episode, Dr. Karan Shukla, a Novant Health family physician, talks to Cliff Mertens about steps you can take to fight through mild cases. Thank you for listening. Which pain relievers should I take if I have a mild case? Sure. Um, so uh, again, with uh, COVID-19 infection, most cases are mild and uh, certainly people can experience mild to moderate symptoms and spend uh, several days at home uh, to uh, recover and during that time have body aches, muscle pains, fevers. Uh, the most important thing to remember is that most over-the-counter uh, common medications we take to manage uh, COVID-19 does not treat uh, or cure the virus, but it manages symptoms. And so um, in general, for body aches and muscle pains, um, acetaminophen or Tylenol, uh, naproxen or Aleve ibuprofen, um, um, which uh, is sold under uh, the name of Advil or Motrin, can help uh, lower fevers, can help uh, manage uh, muscle aches and body pains and make the course of the illness um, a little bit more tolerable. Um, the first thing is to remember that you want to make sure you're following dosing guidelines um, on the backs of the labels. Read uh, exactly what the dose of the medication is that you are taking and uh, that you don't have any health, health history that should prevent you from uh, using these medications. Um, early on during the COVID uh, pandemic, there was some question as to uh, whether anti-inflammatories like naproxen or Motrin or Aleve um, or ibuprofen were uh, uh, potentially going to make the, the process of uh, the COVID infection worse. Uh, but uh, subsequent follow-up testing or studies have really not demonstrated that. Uh, and so whether it's Tylenol or ibuprofen or Motrin or Aleve, uh, either of these medications can serve to reduce fevers and to manage symptoms of pain. What about uh, respiratory symptoms? The, the things we would normally reach for during the year, cold medicines. I have a runny nose or I'm clogged up or things are, you know, I'm really having those sort of issues. How well and effective are those? Sure. Uh, a lot of the over-the-counter cough medications um, uh, generally uh are helpful, but are not as helpful as we would like to think at managing symptoms of cough. Um, in, in, in general, I, I recommend my patients who are recovering at home uh, use vapor rubs to help relieve coughs, um, to make sure that they have a air humidifier and use steam inhalation to decrease uh, nasal congestion. Um, Certainly, um, uh, honey uh, can be used uh, in uh, ways to help soothe sore throats uh, and manage uh, cough symptoms as well. Um, you want to be aware that lower respiratory tract symptoms in COVID uh, illnesses need to be monitored carefully uh, because the lower respiratory tract symptoms like chest tightness or chest congestion, uh, chesty cough, 
difficulty breathing or shortness of breath may indicate that you are dealing with more than just an upper respiratory tract illness, but also uh, potentially a lower respiratory tract illness, uh, which uh, could be considered a pneumonia. Let's talk about hydration. Excuse me, it's, it's important throughout your life, but in this case, am I hydrating more if I'm trying to treat those symptoms? If so, what you, you know, liquids are more beneficial than others? What should I concentrate on? Sure. Um, staying hydrated during the recovery from any illness is very important. Uh, during periods of illness, our body loses more water uh, or more fluid loss through fevers or coughing, breathing rapidly. Certainly nausea or vomiting or diarrhea can add to those fluid losses. Um, with COVID specifically, loss of taste or loss of smell may interfere with someone's appetite or desire to eat or drink. So staying hydrated is very critical at maintaining our body's metabolic processes, at keeping our secretions, our respiratory secretions loosened. Uh, when we are dehydrated, our secretions become thicker, which makes it difficult to clear uh, and can lead to an increased risk of pneumonia. Uh, so in general, a few tips would be to uh, generally have uh, clear liquids readily available, to um, sip uh, clear liquids or electrolyte containing rehydration solutions uh, frequently if you aren't able to tolerate drinking large quantities in, in, uh, uh, or during that illness. Um, you want to certainly make sure that you um, are having adequate urine output and that you're urinating every three to four hours. And generally that uh, urine is clear and not very dark and concentrated. Um, those could all be uh, signs that you're dehydrated. By the time you're thirsty or have a desire to drink, you're already past the point of being dehydrated when it comes to uh, uh, an illness. Let's talk about isolating. Uh, someone in a multi-person house develops COVID-19. What are the key steps to isolating them in one portion of the house and limiting contact with them? So at the earliest signs of illness, you really wanna start avoiding contact with people within your own home. And a lot of the times, especially with COVID-19, I've seen that uh, the symptoms can be very mild and very subtle and people often mistake them for allergies or um, sinus infections or other upper respiratory tract infections, very subtle symptoms. So at the real onset of any symptoms you might be attributing to a upper respiratory process, you want to generally avoid uh, sitting with people in your home to eat or congregate uh, in other areas of the home where you would generally hang out um, you would want to um, identify a particular bathroom if you have the ability to do so where you can use uh, that other people who may not be having any symptoms can, um, can use other bathrooms to avoid cross-contamination. Um, I would strongly encourage everyone in the home to wear masks at that point uh, because you do not know who has uh, the uh, infection and who uh, is in the process of developing symptoms. I think it would be important as well to clean all commonly touched surfaces, um, hardback chairs, tabletops, 
uh, remote controls, commonly touched doorknobs, uh, to make sure all of these commonly touched surfaces are not potential uh, vectors for transmission. I know COVID-19 isn't a one-size-fits-all sort of disease but virus, but in general, someone with mild conditions, about how long are they going to feel bad and before they start to turn a corner, just in general, before they, they, it runs its course? In general, uh, a person with mild uh, upper respiratory tract illness would be expected to have a few days of symptoms uh, that evolve during the course of their illness. Uh, they may start with a stopped up nose or an inability to smell, maybe a little bit of irritated throat. Um, they may go on to develop fevers um, or chills or just not feel well. Uh, typically, the process of an upper respiratory tract illness or a mild case of COVID-19 uh, plays out over the course of a, a week to 10 days, after which uh, the individual may start uh, feeling better and uh, have more energy and see resolution to their symptoms. What are some of the warning signs that tells me I'm no longer mild, I really need to seek emergency immediate care? Sure. Uh, it's very important that at the onset of uh, someone's symptoms that they, you know, take into account um, the date at which the symptoms started, uh, the date at which they were potentially exposed may help um, to really monitor and log your symptoms or write them down as, um, um, as, as um, descriptive as possible so that you can uh, um, observe how the symptoms evolve. Um, and certainly if you start out with upper respiratory tract symptoms like a stopped up nose and runny nose and sore throat, um, that would be considered generally mild. Um, if you start experiencing uh, worsening or high grade fevers above 102 uh, degrees Fahrenheit, if you develop worsening body aches or chills or sweats, um, that would indicate that your uh, um, the process of the illness is is um, certainly becoming more severe. Um, if you have worsening lower respiratory tract symptoms, meaning difficulty breathing, difficulty doing basic tasks around the house without huffing and puffing, uh, you notice you're getting winded easily as you uh, go up a flight of stairs where as before, you had no problems doing so, experiencing chest pain, uh, having nausea accompanied with vomiting or um, diffuse uh, and persistent loose stools. Uh, these would all be uh, certainly signs uh, that I would consider red flags. If you have any changes in your mental status, become confused or lethargic, those are really emergency um, uh, red flag signs that uh, should require immediate medical uh, evaluation. And most cases of COVID-19 um, do fall into the mild to moderate category. Uh, certainly given the numbers we see every day on the news, there's a heightened sense of alarm when, um, when someone in your network, a friend, a neighbor, a family member comes down with COVID-19. And for the most part, uh, these are uh, potentially severe um, uh, illness with uh, uh, risk of severe complications. But for the most part, most people do well recovering at home uh, with the basic symptomatic uh, 
care management, attention to rest, maintaining adequate hydration and uh, caloric intake, or just having enough uh, to meet the energy needs required to fight off an illness. Gina DiPietro again. COVID-19 is a potentially severe illness, but you can bounce back from a mild to moderate case at home. Use the basic steps of treating symptoms with the proper medications, get plenty of rest, and stay hydrated. Thank you for listening to this episode of Novant Health Healthy Headlines. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Most are just 15 minutes.